You know, I gotta be honest with you. I actually love that little Netflix jingle. It just gets me in the mood to watch some premium content. How's everyone doing? It's your boy Flobo. This is Flobo Sauter Netflix. That's the show on the video or the audio version where I go dive deep into the Netflix library to talk about films or TV shows that tickle my fancy and it's kind of cool because sometimes it's just me sometimes i'm hanging with some good friends of mine and i appreciate you guys all over the world that watches in fact i get my analytics i get my report there are fans in in saudi arabia and norway and ghana and benin who watch this program so i mean it means a lot to me so thank you very much and you gotta keep the international flavor up Back a couple years ago in 2018, I was sent on assignment to DJ a wedding in the Amalfi Coast in Italy. And ever since then, on that way back to the United States, I won't say I've been completely changed by Italian culture. But then I would say that Italian trip changed my perspective and the way I look at the world. And me personally, I also perform in esports. My esports name Novanta is the Italian word for 90. I tell everyone my favorite Italian food is bombolini with a cafe americano, right? With aqua minerale, por favore, as I would say, at the local bars and cafes. And, and I had the time of my life. So knowing me, you know me on a solo episode, I like to go deep into the international thing. I love to see how other countries do things. I know I'm an American. I know my entertainment's very American-centric. But I like to open my horizons and use that film degree to good use. So Rose Island, for a second when I saw it on the Netflix preview pane, I said, didn't I see this movie before? Was it something that happened 10 years ago? You see, I was confusing it with another film about someone out there in international waters making a country. That movie, The Boat That Rocked, also known as Pirate Radio, was about something very specific, about having a, uh, a pirate radio station in international waters, which is a good film. I recommend you check it out. But this one here is a story about a man who just wants to get away. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. I don't want to go too spoilery in this episode. I know if you're listening to Flobosar Netflix, we are okay with spoilers, but this one here is a kind of a complex story to, to sift through, but it really isn't about a pirate radio station. In fact, there is a scene where authorities ask, what are you doing out there? And our main character just says, hey, look, I just want to make sure that you know, I, I'm just you know, hanging out here without any kind of radio action. I just saw fresh water. So off the top, here are reviews. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 78% from the critics' side, 74% from the audience score, which is fairly similar. Usually, sometimes you get a movie where it goes one or the other. Uh, if it's like a, a blockbuster, critics tend to say a little bit more conservative with their scores, whereas audience tend to like it. And if it's flipped, if it's Oscar bait, for example, you have a higher critic score, way higher than an audience score. So the fact that it's 78 and 74% is pretty easy. And IMDb would tend to be a little bit more of a conservative rating, which I respect as well, has it about a 7 out of 10 with over 17,000 views. And well, that to me is accurate myself. I would give it a little bit lower. It's about a 6.8 uh, for the pure entertainment value of things. And this is not to say that Rose Allen is a bad film. By any stretch of the imagination. In fact, anyone who's ever dreamed about coloring outside the lines would say, look at this as a kind of stride of inspiration. You know, someone who's ever said, you know what, I am, I have things in my hands, I have ideas in my mind, uh, like like uh, Giorgio in this case, I'm going to go for it, will be inspired by Rose Island. 
to me, though, it's a little bit low wattage. And, and for that, I mean, you would have to create yourself the perfect viewing experience to watch it. Usually, if it's something like a popcorn movie, especially on this show, I would say, hey, it's a good film to put on while you're doing something else. Or it's a good film when you have family over so you can have a conversation and go back to the film and it's getting sound in there. It's not like that uh, for two reasons. One, as an English speaker, it's a foreign film. Uh, but with two, and more importantly, the growth between the relationships and the characters are so subtle that if you don't pay full attention, I mean, that means closing out the windows and, and making sure all your chores are done to sit there and watch the movie, you may miss it. It is really an art house film uh, that has a little bit of a, a bigger budget, I guess, with the CGI of this uh, offshore uh contraption, if you will. Uh, as a former film student, film graduate, uh, we're at Chapman University, I have a master's in fine art and film production with an emphasis in editing. The storytelling is fantastic. It's layered. It's perfectly paced. It's not, there's no jump scares. Uh, there's no car chases. There's no fisticuffs. Uh, but, but what you are seeing are the conflicts that you can really write home about. Things uh, may seem fanciful about this offshore community, but the relationships of, hey, your, your head's in the clouds. Things cannot be solved away with an off-the-beaten-path invention. Uh, sometimes you got to use real ingenuity beyond tools and tinkering and formulas. Uh, it's really about the instinctual side of things, which I really, really appreciate it. So it's definitely something I watched. Uh, this time with subtitles, uh, I prefer subtitles to hear the normal cadence of the, the home language spoke spoken and subtitles doesn't really bother me. Foreign films are okay. I know there's a lot of people that listen to movies or watch movies that prefer the overdubs. No shame, but this is, this is my experience of subtitles. I think only Lupin uh, or Lupin, it was the previous episode where I sat down uh, with a friend of mine, uh, Mr. St. Sleeve, Andrew St. Charles, who talked about season one of Lupin, where I would listen to the dub version of that because I knew the voice actor of the English actor of the, the voice, the English voice actor of the dub for Lupin. So I was trying to support the homie, support my boy, support my friend. But usually I'm a subtitle person. Um, things doesn't seem too out of the ordinary. A lot of things are translated. I think that the the translations are quick on the draw, meaning sometimes you watch a movie where something that was about said a second and a half ago from another character where we moved on doesn't appear to you're always engaged in this story. So even though IMDb has given it uh, a seven and Rotten Tomatoes has given it 7.8. I want to say even I want to say it's a little bit lower for me. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I recommend people watching it, but there isn't really a particular scene. There isn't really a particular exchange. There really isn't uh, a set piece that made me go, oh, this was my favorite part. It, it starts easy. It goes down easy. It reminds me like today as I record this. It's a nice fall autumn day. Sun is shining. Looking outside my window. Everything is tranquil and pristine. I can't say what's the best part. It's just everything. <laughs> so uh, when we always say something, when we say we recommend uh, something to our friends, we recommend um, uh, a, a dish or a movie. We always say, oh, this character kills it. This actor kills it. Or, or this, this set piece is villain. I say everyone brought it, and it was the most even-killed experience I've had in a movie for a long time. So I think if I'm about there, high 6, 6.8, 6.9, 
nice for this one. If you haven't had have a chance already, check out Rose Island, available on Netflix. And also, this movie is not a Netflix exclusive, but because I do feel like there is some kind of uh, inspiration there as far as the look, feel, and tone and some of the humorous moments, Pirate Radio, aka The Boat That Rocked, that's available on different platforms as well. That does it for me on this edition of Flobos on Netflix. What do you want me to review next? Let me know in the comments below, or you can hit me up on social media at Flobo Voice on Twitter or at Flobito on Instagram. Until next time, you're the deals. If you see something you like, tag a brother. <laughs>